0: My name's Sarah Frick, and you're listening to Are You For Real, a podcast all about being real, like really real, not just cute Instagram real, like real. Welcome back to Are You For Real with Sarah Frick. Today we are sitting down with Ben and Kate Towel from Basic Projects. Um, They are restaurateurs. Is that the right word? God, I'm already winning. I'm doing good. Um, and they have a few restaurants here in Charleston and some restaurants and other places as well, I believe, but we're going to get there. But first I want to introduce our guests. So I'm going to start with Kate. So Kate, give us a tiny bit of background on you.
1: Okay. So I am Kate Tow, and we moved here to Charleston about six years ago from New York. Um, I went to college in New York. So I had like 18 to 28 there, big big you know time in your life those are the big the big moments and um where i was in film set design for about seven years then got into uh interior design and then we moved here to charleston opened up my own business with benji my sweet husband sitting next to me (laughs) you.
0: (laughs) okay ben your turn
2: (laughs) so uh originally from england um moved uh, to the US as a chef in my early 20s and um, ended up staying in New York loved it met Kate there only business card i ever gave out <laughs> smashed it um, and um true story. and then yeah we had a, we had a bunch of restaurants in New York um, sort of did everything we want. i wanted to do there met Kate moved down to Charleston tried to get a real job, failed miserably. Then she mm-hmm. employed me in her new business, Basic Projects. And I'm the number, I was the first employee.
1: Um, <laughs> I am still the sole proprietor, so. Uh,
0: there you go. Yeah, I can push him out at any point. And <laughs> and so you, <laughs> didn't, I, you didn't move down here with the concept of Basic Kitchen.
2: No. And I just want to, because uh, Kate will is saying, when you say restaurateurs, we actually started Basic Projects not as a restaurant group and have fallen back into it. So, And I think mm. that's the most sort of public thing we do. But... Kate's background is in film and set design, and then she started doing interiors. And in New York, we had a restaurant group and, and a pretty large event production company that Kate used to do some work for. Um, moved down here, Kate was doing design, I was doing hospitality, and then um, I went to work with Kate where we started doing sort of reimagining old buildings. And then it just so happened that one of the buildings, which is where Basic Kitchen is, um, we thought oh a basic kitchen this concept would work great here let's do a restaurant and then we've kind of accidentally gone back into the restaurant stuff so I don't want Kate to get labeled as a restauranteur because she uh <laughs> I she,
1: was actually holding back there and it never I'll has been it. our
2: focus I try to yeah. I keep we kept trying to get out of it but now hospitality is is it's like the thing you just can't give up and um so we're very much in in hospitality but basic projects is a is a design and development company that happens to own and operate hospitality stuff that, that mm-hmm. I do.
0: Awesome. Okay, cool. That's really good to know. Yeah, yeah. I just
2: you know, because Kate says people say, Kate, you're a restaurateur. And if you experience my wife's <laughs> love of food, oh, it, it doesn't go very far. Like, no. the, the, I'm happy with
1: <laughs> a bowl of cereal or like some toast. Really? <laughs> do you I like know. to cook? Literally nothing I hate more. Wow. <laughs> I love it. it but I, I appreciate it. Like seeing Lindsay's and I, stuff, I, I do appreciate it. I, I, I do know what's good. I've taken yeah. some
2: really nice restaurants around the world and she's really like, what is the point in all of this?
1: No, no. I'm like, can we just chat about like, what was that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so when you guys came down here, okay, so you got married in New York?
1: Uh, we got married in Colorado, but we... Yeah, I mean, we met in 2011 and got married in 2015, or 2010, something
0: like that. Um, And then you were still in New York, and you – tell us about the restaurants in New York.
2: Yeah. So restaurants in New York were – I worked for Gordon Ramsay when I came over, and – Can
0: we talk about him, too? Yeah, let's (laughs) let's do it.
2: So it's a good – this is a good – so I had worked for these good chefs uh, in the U.K. I dropped out of high school, um, 16, got into cooking. Um, ended up working for some really good guys. Gordon was a global superstar at the time. He was opening a restaurant in uh, New York. Managed to get on that um, to get a visa, which is the kind of the hard thing for for chefs. So he came over. It was just this like height of him, um, and then I left him after like finding myself on the Home Shopping Network selling <laughs> pots and pans with him <laughs> at like three a.m. um,
0: it was dark, 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 Was that? Yeah. Was, that the, was that it? Like, was have you that... seen
2: Bridget Jones's Diary? Yes. There's that scene in the the home shot QVC. Yeah. I had that moment, and Tim Love, who's another chef, was doing uh selling something called the Love Collection, which was uh, heart shaped uh, <laughs> uh, cast iron pans. And he came in, and he said, "You know, Ben, you just need to be doing this." And and I was like, "Man, I'm like a really hungry, ambitious <laughs> chef. Like I've been busting my ass in these kitchens, like." I don't know, Tim, I don't know if I'm ready for this. Now, bring on the love collection. Right. Um <laughs> <laughs> But uh at the time, so then then we started our own uh catering business. Um and it was called Silkstone Slow Food, terrible name for a catering company. But um that evolved and um and then we started the Fat Radish in 20.
0: Who and you say we as uh, in? me, I had a
2: biz- I had a partner, okay. F- Phil, who's a great childhood friend. And we just had, it was just this, like, again, moment in time. We like, first restaurant on Orchard Street in the Lower East Side. And it just took off. And it was just post the recession. So we were the first restaurant to open after, um, in 2010. So, like, no one had really done an independent restaurant. And so it was just, like, this excitement around it. And we were catering for all the art and fashion world. So this restaurant just became this amazing scene. And that's where I, I met kate on uh in january
1: mm-hmm. um january 14th actually oh, i remember wow. uh, so
2: uh so the fat radish was good and then and then and that just kind of uh the the world of of uh for for us the kind of the doors open with the fat radish and we did all sorts of fun things like we took that restaurant to paris for a couple of weeks and did a pop up there we took it to rio for the world cup Oh, wow, cool! took it to china
1: tel aviv
2: tel aviv in this tiny 60 seat restaurant, had this like global outreach that was, it was a, it was amazing. Like we did all the freeze art fairs, and it, it was just a very fun experience. And I think I've only just stopped dining out on it, so yeah, it feels good. Yeah, it just closed with the pandemic, so I think that's why.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when you came, I was I read about that, but I think you had told me that before as well. When you when y'all moved here, you were still in that restaurant, but just not. There.
2: Right. I was still, still involved and we, we sold, I sold it a couple of years down the road to, to, um, to a great girl, Natalie, and she now has the, uh, the, the, f- the second Fat Radish in Savannah oh, cool. in, in our building that we own.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, what brought you guys to Charleston? Because you're not from the South Theater, no. are you? No,
1: I'm from Delaware originally. And um, actually, funny enough, this is not what brought us here, but I went to college here for a year in uh, 2004 and uh, CFC, and I really didn't like it. It was too sorority for me. You're like, I hate
0: that place. Let's live there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I
1: know, funny, funny how 10 years, and then I transferred to Pratt where I, where I went to school but um, in New York. But I remember Ben and I both saying, like, okay, we took this trip to Patagonia, and it was 2013. We were like, we got back, and we had our awesome little apartment in Brooklyn Heights. But we were like, I just feel like... We're just useless in this city, you know. There's so many, we're just not taking it for all it is, and it's just high rents, and like I'm ready to, you know, ready to get out. We had like, I think both been about 10 years there. And um we were looking at other places, and it is a big question, you know, where do you go after you're in New York? It's like Austin, or do you hit the West Coast? And Ben got this opportunity to work for the Dewberry Hotel Group and you know, we thought, well, let's let's do something different. I think you were interested in getting out of restaurants. He'd
2: just been around the bush. She really didn't want to move to I didn't Charleston. Want to come she, I, I was like, we got to do this. It's going to visit be awesome.
1: Them? Yeah, we once. did. We had a great visit, and I and sometimes it only takes a great visit. No, no. and it was like April, and it was yeah. beautiful weather, and I was like very. You weren't like rushing for a
0: sorority or wearing Lily <laughs> Pulitzer at this point. But yeah, you like, still. <laughs> I mean, again,
2: I'm like you still want. You still didn't want. It's no, we yeah. it's evolved. I think Charleston's. I'm gonna be honest. You guys, Charleston's changed a lot even since we've been here. Oh my gosh, Lots yeah. of people have kind of, and and, and so it's. I, I think it gets it's been getting better and better. Yeah, like I think you, Charleston's
0: you, the most progressive city in the whole state.
2: For oh, sure. Yeah, um, by, by miles. and
0: that's still, you know, growing
2: it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and so I, I just think every year there's just like. Uh, it, it's just getting better and better and so it's fun to be part of that I think wh- it takes a minute to find your feet anywhere new mm, and then I think the south has got such its own identity and its mm-hmm. own thing going on that it you kind of make sense of that it it, it takes a minute right uh, I think um culture it's just really different so you you have to kind of get your head around that absolutely
0: not... I mean I can only imagine from being in New York and England to Throwing to, yourself down here in the pluff mud. Right. right, <laughs> With I your think, baby Skylar. Yeah. Skylar.
1: <laughs> I think, See. and it's funny you say the pluff mud. That is like the thing that gets me. I'm such an outdoorsy, like I'm a mountains girl. Ben is definitely more seaside. And I was just like, what is this landscape? Like I can't get into it. I, and I know, and I'm probably going to be like made fun of for saying that by a lot of people listening to this podcast. But it's not, it's not something that like gets in my you know? I hear you, and uh, and I've I, you know I'm definitely now more of a beach person, but I still think out west there's I, I gotta have some time out there. John at some would point. move
0: me to he used to work on Vail, and he would move. And I can't I, when I ski, I pizza or French fry. It's <laughs> it's disgustingly <laughs> embarrassing and really <laughs> tragic, but. He, like, every time we go to Asheville, because he went to school up there, he loves the mountains, too. Yeah, and yeah. Like, and he doesn't do well in warm weather. He already is, like, fire, yep. and it just, like, right. stokes <laughs> his ass. I'm like, by August, yeah. I'm like, we need a vacation. Yeah. yeah. No, um, it's, like, that
1: feeling tiny, and I love that, and the big mountains. Like, you're like that with the sea, and Cornwall, where Ben's from, is, like, very dramatic coastline, like, big headlands, like, crazy waves, and it's... I think I like that dramatic nature, mm-hmm. and I lo- I just that's definitely like gets me gets me going. So, but uh, it's okay. I, I think people. I like the little boats. I, I too. think
2: what you're you know I, mean? I think people make. I like a boat. <laughs> uh, yeah, she does.
1: <laughs> you love a sa- you love sailing, and I've gotten into sailing because of right. that.
2: Yeah, I, I think people are, is what you, you you end up getting at is like people make the place, and like you can look at the landscape, great, but I think as you get and meet more people and more people have come here and more interesting things are happening here and it's more progressive ideas and things that you really kind of gravitate towards you, you see more and more of that and so it becomes like an exciting place to be and mm-hmm. ideas are being exchanged and cool podcasts are happening.
0: so before we get too far here okay yep. so kate he's doing fat radish mm-hmm. you're still
1: doing set design is that mm-hmm. okay so give us talk to us about that So when I met Ben, um, I had just gotten, like, my favorite set design job, which was working on Moonrise Kingdom with Wes Anderson, who was, like, my favorite design Okay, guys,
0: sidebar, Lindsay, our podcast host, is having having a total geek out moment, and (laughs) she might be having an orgasm. Anyway, keep going. And, you
1: know, it was, I had been working on, like, MTV things and, you know, some, like, very... Whatever little feature films, and my boss, um, this girl Chris Moran, she's a badass. She had worked on all of his shows or all of his movies, excuse me. So he definitely works with the same people over and over. It's how he has that consistent look. And she was, I remember I was on this really cheesy MTV show doing the sets, and she was like, Oh, uh, we're doing Moonrise Kingdom in Rhode Island. Like, would you want to be on the art crew with me? And I was like, Literally, you could. Take money from me, and I would do it. Like how much do I
0: owe you? Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I think I made a hundred bucks a day, but it was still—it was definitely something that I learned so much. You know, she was so cool to teach. You know, so production design, set design. It's like in a movie, it's more stuff that you feel, and it's not—it's not really like, yeah. Of course, the sets are pretty intricate, but it—it's—it was so cool to kind of create worlds that you would, for instance, Moonrise Kingdom was 1965. That's when the movie took place. So we would find, you know, typewriters had to be from obviously before then or like wallpaper. And it was so cool learning about all the different eras of everything and, you know, getting into the heads of, of each character and and, and um, designing towards that, you know, who they are and who, mm-hmm. what they would have on their bedside table and like the littlest things that you maybe don't notice every detail as a viewer, but you definitely
0: feel it. I remember this is silly, but like watching that show Mad Men and they said they'd have to find like fruit that was smaller. Yeah. Now all of our fruit is like everything's it's bigger. so like mega
1: size. There's so many things like that, and um, I learned definitely to be very detail oriented, which sometimes gets me in trouble with what just I don't know what we do now. But um, but I, I, I loved. Don't so. I, yeah, I feel like the small pillow moment.
2: Yeah, I think that's like, <laughs> sometimes, yeah, sometimes the it, first thing like... I
1: buy for a project is like a pillow that's this big. <laughs> And then just like, what no, are you going to do that with this No, is, <laughs> we, we, we were de- I'm like, it feels, it feels right. No, yeah.
2: we were designing, Kate's not telling the whole story.
1: After that, I guess.
2: After Moonrise Kingdom, Kate arrived in her pickup truck, f- loaded with every prop that she could take from that. Uh, flags <laughs> they were throwing and- it
1: away. And
2: so we've got a like, lot of that. And, what? She- and we had a restaurant in Montauk. She arrived with all this stuff. And then we designed a bar t- together. Kate was the designer on a bar we did in New York. And we had this whole plan and we're like, Kate's just come off Moonrise Kingdom, this is gonna be so cool. And the first thing that showed up for it was a was a pillow that was like twelve inches by six inches. It's true. And it it's came cute. in the mail for Kate to our office and she was like, I thought it'd be bigger. And, and we're like I want that
1: Get something on like Etsy you're like oh shit yeah so that's here. why and
2: we were like oh wow that's the first thing we have for this like empty bar is like a 12 by six like <laughs> they were nervous pillow we we're we like are we sure she knows what she's cold. doing <laughs>
1: <laughs> they were definitely nervous so
2: we still we still have the pillow
1: <laughs> yeah we do it's actually on our dining chair oh that's great Oscar uses it um so there you go yeah no so just to finish so I was about to start that job and much like every feature film you know you go for 3 or 4 months so you have to sublet your apartment it's it's a lot and um and I went to the Fat Radish with my two best girlfriends and it was January and we were starting in February the job and Ben and I had this like I, I I remember. Okay, so he he was the chef for my ex boyfriend when I was. This is not going. This is not going well. <laughs> Love <laughs> a chef because I'm so bad at cooking. <laughs> yeah, um, and I had so I had met Ben about four or five years prior, and I remember going in the kitchen and him being like, "Oh, this is Ben. He's our new chef. He just arrived from England," and I was just like, "Babe," and then fast forward five years, and I was at his restaurant, and I was like, "Hey, I'm Kate. Do you remember me?" I'm Nick's ex-girlfriend and I'm like, oh man, I knew they hated each other. Now, so that was a bad idea to say that. <laughs> and he he was like, yeah, and brought us wine and you were adorable with giving me your business card, which <laughs> I thought was so funny. Um, and then I reached out to him. I was like, you know what? When you know, you know, I'm gonna Aww. I'm gonna ask him out on a date. And so asked him out. I was living in Bushwick, which is like a seedy part of Brooklyn, and Ben was living in Brooklyn Heights. And I remember he emailed me back like. Which felt like an eternity, but it was three days, and uh, and he was like, "Do you want to do Brooklyn Heights and fancy, or Brooklyn or uh, Bushwick with the hipsters?" I was like, "Brooklyn Heights," (laughs) (laughs) and that yeah, that was that was how it all began. That was the first date. I love that. Mm -hmm.
0: And then from there you went. So is that when you left for three months?
1: Yeah. So then I, um, I left. So whenever I was gone. Yeah, it was, I would drive up there and it was, um, you know, we had had this great first date. I also went out to Colorado for a few weeks before I went on the Moonrise job and I was d- doing a house out there, living in this tiny cabin. Our second date, Ben, came out to the tiny cabin and we had an awesome In Colorado? Time. Yeah. Jeez, guys. <laughs> no. nice. like, you know it what? was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. But we, it was so cool. And then, um, and then I went on the Moonrise job and it would, you know, he was so crap on text. And like, I, I, you know, but when we were together, we'd have the best is that time for everything or is that? Oh, still is. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm going crazy. Like, It's not riding me back. How should I go back? You know, I'm like all the way in Rhode Island, like falling in love with this guy in New York, but like, I've got this killer job. So Moonrise was good because I, it was Like a distance that we needed, played Are a bit you're of hard
2: stuff it. out right now.
1: It's,
2: like, it's <laughs> not a this dating is podcast.
0: This is called Are You For Real?
1: Don't yeah. Hold Back. Yeah. You just, yeah, keep I going. Mean, like I'm with Sarah Frick, she just lets it go, yeah. Okay? She does, she says, Get it all out. Um, <laughs> no, but then it so it was a long courting process. The movie was a big reason for that because I was so far away, but um, it all worked out in the end. And then when you guys got back, you got married quickly, or no, so. He went to Burning Man, oh came back, and then said, I want you to be my girlfriend, which I thought was cool, because you'd been on mushrooms for a few days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was, I loved that. And then that, that was, um, I guess we got together 2011, and then we moved down moved here in 2013 or 14. And your son was born here. Oscar was born, yep, 2017. You guys, he was born right when we had opened basic kitchen. We were opening the pub in England, and there was one. It was like a Savannah. The hotel in Savannah. Oh my God! And the hotel in Savannah. There was a picture of Oscar strapped to Ben's chest at three weeks. Like, what idiots were we in, in a, a in a massive construction <laughs> meeting, <laughs> and like all these like big Southern dudes talking about steel girders, and there's little Oscar like chirping on Os- on Ben's chest. I'm like. Well, I mean, I'll never. I, I'm about to have the second baby. Yeah, we will not be doing that. But you might, you <laughs> we know. Might, we Listen,
0: might. I mean, I can't believe my twins are alive.
1: Oh my god! It's like a free for all.
0: But you know, you live and you learn. So Jeez. you're, but down. they're better for it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, they Oscar
1: are... can go everywhere and anywhere. Absolutely. On any
0: airplane, like get it done. Yeah. And Waylon always. My, Waylon's my oldest. For those listening that don't know, but he, he can play really well by himself too. Like, like people Oscar. always used to yeah. say, yes. and I didn't know any different. And now the tw- and the twins need so much attention. I think because they get have attention from each other constantly. No, like no, if true. whoever wakes up before, like this morning, Della got up and she got in our bed at like six. When Van came downstairs, he thought he had missed out on something, and it was horrendous.
2: He was like, where did you go? Aww, I'm like, oh, my
0: gosh. That's so cute. Um, it's funny. They're, they're different personalities. So you're pregnant. Yes. And, and having
1: a little girl. Little girl, March 27th is the due date. So exciting. Yeah, so exciting. I, I feel like luckiest person alive. Is she, she going to be a Pisces? She'll be a, what's the one hey. after yeah, she'll be Aries. Aries, okay. Aries, yeah. Oh, I love Aries. Benches is an Aries, too, I yeah. good
0: re- I have really good relationships with Aries, actually. One yeah, of my yeah. my head teachers in Aries. Um, okay, so you're here. You don't want to do restaurants, <laughs> but no. you do. So, right. wait, let's go back to the Dewberry Group. Yeah. What happened? Because I rent from them.
2: The so Dewberry Group. Um <laughs> <so be
0: nice. laughs> no, 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 no.
2: You know, the Dewberry Group, um, I, m- I met John, very charismatic, um, Wanted to to sort of take a break from restaurants and um, And and learn uh, I spent about a year with them um, sort of concept in the hotel and hiring the design team with them and then uh, we realized that we're probably best not working together and um, Went my own separate ways. And yeah, Biked across the country to get over the experience um, And yeah, um, and then Kate and I started basic projects kind of officially when we got back cool so.
0: What a lovely British way to answer that question.
2: You, you, you know what? I, everything you do in life from different people, you learn along the way. And I learned a lot from that experience. Totally. And it was all meant to happen. And um, I have a good relationship with John now. and so
0: That's all that matters. And,
2: and it's, it's, a, it's a great hotel. Yeah. We don't do things the same way, but that's, yep. that's uh, we're all different.
0: I totally <laughs> agree, and I agree with that sentiment as well. I feel like every, you know... It's at every situation, just, mm-hmm. there's something to gain from. Cain.
2: Yeah, and, I, and I'm very honest about that.
0: Yeah. So then you go and you... Did you say you went for a bike
1: trip around the world?
2: I uh, just crossed the country. Oh, okay. Yeah. So just the two of y'all? Uh, my, met, my
1: brother and him, and then I did halfway. Yeah, so met Kate. On like a, bi- on a motorcycle? A, b- bicycle. a bicycle. Bicycle, yeah.
2: But yeah, we went from... So the, honestly, after that experience, I was very, we were very much like, man, Kate not have this job. Kate didn't really want to move to Charleston, but I was like, this is the help of a genie of a lifetime. And then it didn't work out, and we're sitting there. And I'm like, I really don't have any answers. Are we going to stay here? Are we not? We go back to England and um, wanted to see, see the U.S., and so I just said, well, maybe we can, let's do a big trip. And then Kate was like, well, I'll meet you. I'll meet you in the middle, I'll meet you in Colorado. And she did the second half, the prettier half, which I always think sums
0: So you literally went from, ups, from here? off
2: perfectly, like Kate. You uh, went from here? To Virginia straight. to Oregon, yeah. So Holy it was three thousand miles, and we were writing how, how
1: many? 3, 3, no, 3,
2: 000, oh, 4, 47
1: 47: oh, Yeah, I think it was forty-five hundred. Forty-five
2: hundred miles, mm-hmm. and we were writing a story um, f- and documenting for the uh, so Times Magazine, right? New York Times, New York Times Magazine, yeah. and um, on on kind of food throughout the U.S. and like positive food stories.
1: Yeah, it was positive food stories throughout the U.S. that yeah. you would try and do weekly. It was yeah. so, it was so cool, and you would pick one up every week. Was so it
2: Kate's brother's photographer? Where did you guys stay? Uh, we camped mm-hmm. and then we'd stay on farms and churches and did wherever. you have like
1: a, a plan or
2: so there is actually a route there's two routes on a uh, bicentennial routes uh, across the US and there's a southern one and a northern I mean so yeah' on the northern one and we went on the northern one it's called route 26 and it takes you um, it takes you across say from Virginia to, to Oregon and we would go off track if we found a story that was interesting um, and we just were kind of we just write to people as we are approaching a town and say, Hey, we're as we want to meet anyone who's doing anything or we go to a farmer's market and something like that. That's so and, cool. And we'll go to a food bank in Virginia. Like we found a, a food bank next to a Walmart and there was this really cool couple who were like teaching people how to cook with all this, you know, they'd have like leftover prickly pears and stuff like that. And no one knows what, I don't know what to do with a prickly pear. Yeah. Um, so, and then when we found like a, a garlic farmer in Kansas who like had, lost his job in the recession and was now like the world expert in garlic farming and he used to be in pharmaceuticals so, so, and he we stayed with him for a couple of days and so yeah, it was really fun and uh you know one of the things i've been thinking about the, i was thinking about the u.s is like, once you start getting out there like the noise that we hear every day and we all talk about like when, when you get on your bike and start talking to people like no one cares yeah. like, everyone's just in their everyday life mm-hmm. they just like all that other stuff like bubbles to the surface and it takes about like two percent of of you know scratch below that layer and yeah. it's pretty amazing so
1: yeah um, the cool thing about being on your bike too is like people it's so you're so approachable it's something that everybody can relate to they're like you, you know they don't think oh you're gonna come in and steal everything i have like, right you're on your bike oh, yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I got you yeah. i got you yeah, yeah. so yeah. i feel like there is always a like a That like barrier was always broken when you were writing to people or when we would rock up on our bikes and they would just be like, "Whoa, you guys biked from where? And like, you like, let's see your rig set up. And so how did you like, what did you, how much stuff did you have?
2: So like most things in life, not not a lot of planning, just like go for it (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then work it out. So you kind of started, I went to the Trek store, bought a bicycle, loaded up with some stuff.
0: Were you a big cyclist before this?
2: Never. Um, (laughs) And then threw up on the first day. Was really unfit. Um, I, mean, I was just saying mean, because
0: uh, we're not talking like like going. You do like
2: eighty to hundred miles a day, yeah. and and I'm you're starving? carrying a lot of weight. You you're eating like three. 000, I mean three thousand. Am I right? Three thousand. Yeah. You just eat as much as you want. I think I'm, we gained the amount weight. of gas station uh,
1: sandwiches. Like, yeah, yeah, and hunts, they're just like pizzas and stuff. Yeah, like that. so much like bacon, egg, and like or like because you just have cakes to eat. Or, you yeah. just have to eat a lot. Yeah.
2: Um, but yeah, it was great. You got into a rhythm. I mean, We'd
1: always try and do like 20 to 30 in the morning, like right when you get breakfast. up after you like pack up your tent. Then you would get to breakfast starving. Then you'd be like, okay, we have 50. Like then you would just cut it up in 20s. Did you ever
0: get to like, these are like silly questions, but like after breakfast, we were you ever like, I could really go for a nap right now.
1: <laughs> no, because, <laughs>
2: yeah. because every, you, every by day. the time you get to where you are, yeah, you, I mean, by the time at night, you, you basically set your goal. It's like, let's, let's say you're doing 75 miles, and you just depend how you break that up. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but there were some days, I remember when we were in, I think it was like New Mexico or somewhere. No, it was yeah. Montana. And the winds. Close. Yeah. Very far away. <laughs> I don't know why I thought in New Mexico. Anyways, um, the winds were so strong. I remember I was go- like, I and, like, I could have stopped and like, we were just weren't going anywhere. And that's when I was just like, can we check into a Hampton Inn and sleep? And yeah. Like, yes. yeah. Yes. Yes. There was there, probably every, you know, two weeks you would check into Hampton Inn. We loved Hampton Inns. And you could do laundry, have a waffle in the morning. Like, you were, like, literally staying like the Ritz. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Oh yeah place
2: yes. so is like, amazing. And we, and we, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'd all stay in the same room. Kate, yeah, Kate's same brother. room. We'd have
1: all of our bikes in there. It smelled awful because all of our crap was in there. But, like, it was so nice. I don't know. You learn to just, like, appreciate those tiny things, right? That's
0: so I love that.
2: Yeah, totally. it was cool. So, so we already we came up with basic projects and basic kitchen. Like, that idea was, was sort of shaped, in, in, and it came back in Land of Wyoming um and we were like the next we had, had this amazing experience in Landa which is um which is a town where they have uh, what's that thing called the no oh, the, the outdoor oh, right. nolls uh outdoor oh, yeah, yeah. activity uh-huh. Leadership courses, so that's based out at of Lander, John's numbers and yes. um and, and it's also a, a really a, a th- sort of working ranching town, and then it happened to have the international climbing festival going on as we came in. So like Anna, Alex harnold and Conrad Anker, all these people were there in this bar, and we and this is just a great lesson. If you, we wrote to this lady who had like the best restaurant in the town, and we we're like we're doing this story, and she was like great, come and see me, and then she like invited us to her house. And we, we she then said, oh, my friend who produces the beef has an abattoir just outside, so you can go and visit them. And then like the International Climbing Festival is going on, and all my friends are uh, climbers, so you should meet all of them, who one of them is now our really good friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, oh, Alex Arnold's here, you should talk to him. And, and mm-hmm. so we did. And yeah, we, and
1: and for the, yeah he's the free, um, the free climber, for those of you who don't know, the one that just got the Oscar for that awesome movie That's and so free scary. climbed up... Um, in Yosemite, okay. yeah. I yeah. could okay, pretend.
2: So, like, th- that, that's just an example of the sort of experience yeah. that you were having just like by so being organic. like, Yeah, I'm just going to reach out and say what. And and so, we, so that was, it was really, really great.
1: It was cool. Like, it's a town of ranchers and then these climbers. And then to see them all come together at this bar, it was, yeah, that was an amazing memory.
2: So, that's when then we said, Okay, well, what happens if we start thinking about it? You love design. I love hospitality. What happens if we, like, work together on buying old buildings and like I think cr- we can be really creative about like what we put in them and some of our friends are restaurateurs or have great stores and like so let's let's start thinking about that and and we that's how really basic project it was in we were I remember was it was
1: like a motel that was well done and it was on the water and they didn't have availability so we like camped they let us camp like on their um like area by the river and we were using their showers and just like sitting outside. My brother was in the shower and Ben and I were sitting outside just chatting. And I was like, you know, like it's so it's it's wild how sometimes luxury feels like when we're just like free of everything. And I just we had everything we needed. Mm-hmm. We had our sleeping bags and we were so happy. And like you everything you have, you really thought out because you were carrying it every day on your bike. And we were like, wouldn't it be cool to create a at that. And then this was the idea, like hotels that it's kind of for each sports let's say it's like in a climbing hotel where you would have like hooks exactly where you need it it would be you know you would just have all this kind of practicality to it nothing fancy but like well done and it was kind of everything you need Mm -hmm. for bikers for skiers for this like outdoor community and that's how we came up with it in basic projects it was like everything to its most basic yeah and then like you know basic i feel like means so many different things now too but i loved the idea of like just Everything that you need. You, it's, there's so many hotels that go luxury and then. I feel like it really fits what you guys do as well.
0: Yeah, that's you, nice to hear. It, it does. I mean, it, you know, it's, it, it, there's just such a feeling and Lindsay and I were talking about this before you all got here, but like everything, it complements each other. Like, it doesn't feel over excessive.
1: It feels like... That's good. I'm, like, thinking about Post House and how different that is from a climbing hotel. But it's definitely, like, the idea of, like... But it fits well in that home. community, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean...
2: Yeah, I, th- yeah, I think that's the that's idea. So we're trying to not force stuff. Like, yes. Post House has been a has been a, a, a restaurant since the late 70s, and obviously it's been there since the 1890s, but not not try and do something that doesn't fit into mm-hmm. to that environment. So... Um, we're about, we're doing Sullivan's restaurant on the old Sullivan space. And, oh, okay, um, cool. And that's when I opened that in June and that is, um, you know, that's been a restaurant since 1988. So our whole thing is to try and like, imagine that, that we're a steward of this, you know, because not many restaurants have survived since 1988 in right. any in any form. So we're trying to think about it in 1988 and revamp this. That's awesome. With keeping some of that magic of something that's been there. And yeah. People have memories. So, so, um, we're going to end up, I hope we're in the climbing hotel. We're,
1: we'll be we'll, we'll back there.
2: We'll it's, it's taken a minute, but, uh, but it's funny enough that six years later, we are actually thinking about those sort of ideas and, and now have a company that we're able to explore things like that, whereas two people on a bicycle in a dream. It's taken a minute, um, and now I think we're, we're, we're getting closer to that place.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And now a word from our sponsor. Looking to buy or sell in the Charleston area? We got you. You gotta check out my girl Audra Walters from Front Porch Properties. Audra works with both buyers and sellers, but what sets her apart from other agents is she will stage your listing for free, zero dollars. There is no charge to the sellers. This helps tremendously, especially if you are selling a rental or a second home that has no furniture or hasn't been loved in years. It also helps if you live in the house and have a large brown ugly leather couch. She can fix it. Staging homes to sell for more money and more quickly. So why not sell with Audra? there's more. She offers free 3D virtual tours and drone videos with all her listings. It is key to get your home on social media and Audra rocks that out. You can find Audra on Instagram at Audra underscore Walters underscore CHS or FrontPorchPropertiesSC.com. sc.com. You can also always find her in my classes turning on the freaking fans Audra. <laughs> so check her out today. She's an awesome woman and she is super motivated. So for like the food concept and the way that the design works, because it does seem to, like I said, really complement each other. Is there mm-hmm. obviously a lot of I mean you guys live together, I
2: think. We I'm do. Just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so there's conversation and Yeah, I feel I feel very lucky with as a designer, instead of just being like a design firm that comes in and you know, you work with the whole F and B team, I feel really lucky that it's like you learn practical like practical design is the best design you know the the function over form form is so important but it's for a restaurant it's all about that function and like having been who dropped out of was it high school equivalent of high school in England to become you know started pretty low down and worked his way up pretty high up into the food world he it's all he like he knows it so well so where, so, where I might think like, okay, that looks really good. I'm just going to go with that. Ben will be like, yeah, yeah, but this there's not enough space for this. And then where are we going to put all of our glass storage? And mm-hmm. it's cool how like that actually makes me come up with better ideas where I'm like, oh, glass storage should all go there. That's where we'll put like the sick marlin above that, right. you know? And like I feel really lucky that I'm not just a designer for how something looks, but it's like how it functions and that's like the best you can do, I think. Yeah. And I'm getting... You know, we get better with every job. We definitely make a lot of mistakes, like basic versus post house, basic kitchen. There's a lot of things we had to tweak, but you just get better.
2: Yeah, we st- we start every project with three words mm-hmm. and we debate the words and we, like, we do this, like, throw everything at the wall, like, concepting and we talk about, you know, what is it rooted in? and um, And then then we start filling in the blanks and like we're going through this process with Sullivan's right now. So we're like, okay, let, what is this idea? It's pulling into Shim Creek in 1988. Like that's the feeling, like mm-hmm. you could smoke in this restaurant if you're still allowed to smoke. Mm-hmm. And like, they're like, uh, we had like jean shorts and stage names was part of this. Like, you know, the waitresses and waiters would like have like my name's
1: paradise, sunshine <laughs> or paradise. Or and like, you need to have yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it'd be fun.
2: And so there was humor to it. And like, you had like cut off, everyone's wearing cut off jean shorts. And so like, imagine this place and then it's rooted in like local seafood. So wherever, you know, you're not buying anything frozen, but like, so you're working with like grilled or fried baskets, but like really good ones. Mm-hmm. So, so okay, so then there's the idea and then, and then we're like, okay, well, let's talk about the bar and, 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 and think about those like beach cabins and like Edisto that like haven't been touched mm-hmm. since the 70s. Like what does that interior look like? Totally. So,
1: wood paneling plaid all yes, that good stuff yes, yes. Yes. So, and we just like layer with it over like and
2: then our mm-hmm. team come on like the, the bar team and like this is what we need for this space and the kitchen team this is what we need and um and so it, it's just we just keep layering it up and then we get with something we're like okay this this is gonna so be. cool and so and then we always everything is like that we're doing uh so i think that process has become a little more streamlined and uh it's
1: like it's very similar to a set, you know. Yeah, and that that's like Post House felt like that, and this is definitely going to feel. like a Well, you're a bit creating of a set. like a vibe. Oh yeah, yeah. really. And you want to walk in and be like, I, you know, you're only in there for a couple hours, and you want like when bring I walk into away. the
0: Post House, I am like, I love it. I'm <laughs> like, I need a martini and a cheeseburger, right. ASAP, and I, this is oh, my seat. I, I love when I see you thing. at the bar. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: Yeah. Um, so I mean, Kate, like that takes a lot of. I mean, both of you are doing it, but like, you got to be like super organized,
1: girl. Don't I know it?
0: I mean, but literally, how? How do you? Do you have people that work with you, or like? Yeah,
1: we actually. I, there's a lot of come to Jesus chats recently. There's been more because I'm about to go on maternity leave, and I don't delegate well, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't. Most I, successful people don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, or at all. Yeah, yeah, there we <laughs> go. Bench, not that of you. <laughs> uh, um, I like am very much. I like to kind of keep it all in my own head and my own agenda. And like, I'm like, everybody out of my way, I'm on it. And like, I don't have time to explain it to anybody else. But I literally have to because I'm having a baby in five weeks. So we've actually brought in an awesome girl designer that moved down here from New York. Um, and she's incredible. And and then I have a wonderful kind of right hand girl too. And I think, yeah, just it's it, you have to be very organized, but um, but it helps to like really love what you do. So that's mm-hmm. yeah, I, there's a lot of nights when I'm doing emails or Ben will be like, can you just, you know, like we're, we're 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 good at a rule of like let's just not bring work home. And, yeah, and I was gonna ask you put, about that Yeah, too. Put, put that away because you go insane, especially because we work, we live and work together. Um, but yeah, I, I would say yes, you have to be organized, but definitely hire right people <laughs> totally to i mean that's you. my yeah, yeah that's you, you know
0: absolutely mm-hmm.
1: so so
0: speaking of working together is are there challenges of working together yeah the, oh, of Maybe course do y'all ever fight. i
2: was gonna say not really
1: <laughs> <laughs> such, a <male laughs> answer. such a male answer <laughs> no but it's funny like i couldn't i just we always say this. Like, i couldn't see it any other way now yeah. we do very different things which helps you do and you yeah. keep different hours of it right very much so. Ben's more in the evening because at the restaurants and I'm with Oscar in the evening. And then
2: if you respect, yeah, we don't, work are not working at home. Yeah. We love what we do. When you
1: respect each other. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Like we
2: really respect each other's.
1: Yeah. And it's so, it's, it's just so nice that it's like we do different things and we both love what we do. So I feel like yeah. that helps.
2: You know, when someone's not going to give and you also work with someone, you know how to like, okay, I think I'll. I think I'll get my point across yeah. When, <laughs> yeah. with persistence. Also,
1: Benji's like such a good communicator. And I feel like as a guy, that's like something guys lack a lot mm-hmm. of the time, you mm-hmm. know? And, which I'm sorry to put that stereotype on, but guys are kind of just like, let's just move forward. And he's so, probably because you were raised basically by your mom and you had no choice. And so like, you're, I'm worse. I'm the one that's like, oh, I don't know. I'm moving, just moving forward. And he's like, let's talk about it. Nip it in the bud, move on, so and it's good. always better. I'm spending
0: a lot of money on therapy right now to figure that out. <laughs> right. Good for you, Ben. <laughs> just check. Benji you can help. Um, so let's – I, I want to talk a little bit about the the stuff that you have in England as well.
2: Yep. Um, and, yeah, go ahead.
0: No, I just – like, where where is it? And
2: Yeah, so we I'm had um, this weekend? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. So, um, so yeah, my, bro- my brother is, is in the restaurant business, and um, his story is awesome. Um, but he, he created a restaurant group and sold it. And he was like the dishwasher who told the owner he had an idea to do like, he'd just been working in New York with us. And um, so he rang us up one day and said, ah, oh, the, the pub that we all grew up going to on this like, picturesque in Cornwall on the water is for sale. It was owned by two brothers and um, called the Wright brothers who are pretty well known in London. And uh, so we we ended up buying it uh, as, a, as a family, Kate and I and my brother and his wife, and we renovated it. It's, it's been a pub for 300 years. It's got this incredible like um, history on this beautiful estuary called the Helford. So we went over there, took our team, renovated it. I had so much fun doing it. Um, it's been now, is that four years ago?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So that was four years ago. And then um, we did a second pub, um, the sister property, and then the pandemic hit. and um, and so i actually haven't ever seen that pub because you went over to renovate it That's and right. i was staying here with
1: ask and then um right, we did it in october and then had to shut it after the pandemic
2: oh. so actually and i was i told kate this the other day my brother was so smart i, I think cause working with family can be really tough like husband and wife's one thing but like siblings it's just right. so much there um and so as, as the pandemic was happening it, you know we we really we have Everything we have is related to hospitality here in the U.S. So even buildings that we own have restaurant tenants. So it was like everything obviously got turned off in March. We were like fighting our own battles. And then my brother in England, both the pubs got turned off. And and so he said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to f- close the new one, keep the first one, and I'm going to buy you out so that we don't have... This weird conflict over the next year, where you're struggling, but you don't understand my challenges. Right, right. And so, um, so he he did that, and I think it's just like the smartest thing that someone's done. Yeah. Just like, let's save our relationship because yeah. it's gonna get ugly. Um, mm-hmm. And if you think about it now, I spoke to him the other day. Like post house, we're like you know fully booked for Valentine's weekend. It's you know we're we're, we're open and we've got customers at basic kitchen, and and they're still on lockdown. So Jeez. if we were both together, he would be like, you don't understand. It's different for you. Yeah. Like, yeah. so, so we're all kind of fighting our own battles, but, um, it, it's the most, if you ever get the chance to go to Cornwall, um,
0: is that an opening, yeah, exactly. There's a, <laughs> as a, a little a cottage house. there called yeah. the red
2: cedars cottage and, um, it is, it is like stepping back in time and it is on a sunny day, one of the most beautiful places on earth. And, uh, the ferry boat, inn. The ferry boat inn is just, it's just magic.
0: How many times before all the pandemic were you all there a bunch? Of,
1: so much, yeah, yeah two, two or three times two a year. Two or three times a year we so go nice. down. you and, and haven't been since, yeah. Wow.
2: No, it takes as long to get to Cornwall. So you can get to London from here in whatever, eight hours. And then it takes another like six, seven hours to get down to the ferry boat. So, so, so
0: do you drive?
2: You can drive... You can fly, you can take a plane, it takes the same, same Yeah, time. yeah.
1: <laughs> That's probably what Donkey. makes it special. Yeah. It's, it's a hull, for sure. Yeah. And yeah. the roads
2: just get thinner and thinner and thinner. And then by the oh time you gosh. get to the place, you're just like, this can't be possible. And it's like, you can hardly fit a car down there.
0: And is that where your family is?
2: Yeah, my mom's down there and my brother's there. I see yeah.
0: Very cool. So what's next on the horizon? What else? Ooh. So you talked about Sullivan's. Mm-hmm. And are you keeping the name Sullivan's? Yep.
2: Cool. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. And then we we're we're moving into um, really into hotels. Um, so we've got a we're going to be doing a hotel just around the corner from the post house. Um, mm-hmm. which is going to be called the Seabird Inn, um, and that's going to be uh, twenty three rooms. But um, and then and then hopefully a hotel in uh, North Charleston that we were working on, and then um, and then that that's kind of our, our next moves. And, well, then, and then sounds like you got a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I think we got we, a
1: gym too.
2: You're working. On, you're working on the. Well, a yeah, a Joey's thing, yeah, Joey's yeah, thing, cool. Which is really, really cool. That I've
0: is never so done a gym cool. before, but having fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. So, Athletic club, I should
1: say.
2: Yeah. So yeah, that's that's that, those are our next things, and, and just building our team, and just like slowly getting to the place where we can the the climbing hotel
1: <laughs> yes just <laughs> slowly back slowly backing so you, yeah, you need to save up some cash before that happens I guess
0: <laughs> I know I know John yeah. and I were like talking yesterday we were like let's talk like goals and yeah. I felt like threatened I was like this isn't your goal <laughs> he's like working like this and you know like the stress I love that. you know and yeah. um so we were talking about it this morning a little bit and I was like I just want to more more outside yeah. more like less being so attached to like, cause how you said you are, Kate, like I'm really good at delegating, but the, the only thing I'm like super, super meticulous about in my whole life is what happens in that 60 minutes in that room Yeah. yeah. because that's the experience. Like, I'm sure you are about like the, like they walk in, they have the meal mm-hmm. like every single that it's like, oh, that's yeah. what sells it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I have to be there. And John's like, do you have to be there like seven days a week? And I'm like, well, I mean, at least six,
1: you know? Yeah, and it's yeah. like, I, and it's your own. So you're like, yeah, it's your baby. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so I'm like playing with that, you know, where you can, where I can let go a little bit
2: and
1: mm-hmm. It's tough. It's yeah. tough because you have to be okay with mistakes, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That 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 is that. So that, that is the hardest thing, I think, when you're doing something which involves an exp- giving an experience. um, And we we've been we we work a lot of, a lot on that, and we we don't get it right. But I I think like structure as a so small business, the hardest thing to do is like think like a big business mm-hmm. and think about like
1: mm-hmm. routine, you, you
2: and... know, st- structure and uh, around that and. um, and that is the only, like, that is the way we're, we're sort of looking at it. So, yeah. so, you know, if you go into a restaurant and we want you to have that experience, obviously you can't be in the restaurant or you just burn out. Yeah. Um, but you've got to try and, like, the team, that, that what's the structure around it and how, how do we, like, catch mistakes? Well, and,
0: and that's, you know, like, speaking of, like, the culture of something, like, we had we've had some opportunity for growth that would take... It out of here and we had this thing we were working on right before the pandemic hit and it was exciting but I was like so scared because I was like I don't want to be just like I don't want to just go just yet for it to suck you know there's like there has to be soul in there and how do you keep you know some people from sucking (laughs) when you get too
1: big it's so important teams like that's something Ben is so good at is you just have to, tra- like, it's just training these people, right? And making everyone feel like it's, they're a part of something and it's, you know, you don't want to just, like, micromanage because that's not No, you. that no. doesn't work. And yeah. you have to give everybody their own, like, empower empowerment, but then no one to train them in. and
2: I, th- I just think you have to, like, work really hard at creating, yeah. uh, at, you know, an environment where people want to be their best and succeed and and listen and and take and like have, you know, it's like, like it's just just like a relationship. You have to like have those hard conversations. I know you and I have talked about that. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, having hard conversations with someone and then growing from that is so much better than just like kind of getting pissed off with someone for like, so that's the stuff that I'm like, you kind of just like got to lean into it. And I really do think last year taught me that like, just what it feels like just to lean into every situation and just be like sod it like it's happening mm-hmm. and like we're gonna survive but like we got to have this conversation with everyone and like it's gonna suck but like once we've had it then at least we're on the same page yep. and If And you want to go off and do something else you can but totally. like this is the situation on the ground right now mm-hmm. and and we've got to make a decision I can't like push it off week after week so you, you then get into this kind of mentality where like okay let's just address it right now because mm-hmm. it's you know, it's happening. Yeah. And like, and so uh, I, I think there's so many great lessons learned last year about it? managing people.
0: Yes, yes for, for
2: sure. And like, you would never have that experience. You kind of learned like 10 years of managing a team in like six months because, you know, you let go 150 people mm-hmm. in one day and then like four months, two months later, you're being told you have to hire everyone back because there's a government program, and like, who's coming back? And then what does that look like? And, and so, just in that moment, like you're having to like do that and, and you just learn so much mm-hmm. and, and, and you get it wrong and people tell you. and Yeah. But so it's
0: def- it's definitely a, a give and take relationship. Yeah. And I think one thing I say to, you know, the people that I work with, it's like, there's a culture, there's a brand. Um, there's it's, we're more than a logo. We're more than an Instagram mm-hmm. page for sure. But there is like a feeling and it's not for everybody and it might not be the best way, but it's the way we do it. And if it's not for you, like, I respect you. Yeah. But this is how we're doing it here and no hard right. feelings, but you can take it somewhere else.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 100%. So and
0: that yeah, took me a long t- time. I was going
1: to say, that's easier said than done. Yeah. To stick to that. Yeah. That's your brand. Totally. Yeah. And that's what, really that's helpful makes you that. different. She's yeah. like standing behind me with like a pitchfork. She's, she's like, Love that she's girl. Like, now, I'm like,
2: yeah. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, as she gives feedback at post house like she's the owner. So, uh, she, well, I'm, she's I'm, I'm, ambassador. She might. <laughs> like, she might spend I'm, more money I'm, there I'm than anybody I'm else. Like, is, <laughs> a, is everything okay? Can yeah, I change totally. anything? She's no, like, yeah. she's
1: our ambassador. We keep her happy. Yeah. She, Carter, if you're listening, we love you. Carter's the best hype chick ever, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she Like, is. she
0: literally like walked like out to the beach. I think right when y'all first opened, like, she had the tote, the hat, shirt, <laughs> <laughs> sure, like the sandwich. I was like. Did you find something you liked? Like.
2: Yeah, but isn't that? Don't you need that? You know, you're so right. You need that. You need that from people, otherwise the
0: hype, hype girl, which just
2: people to like embrace it and love what you do and like. Well, yeah. that and it
0: really does come doesn't. back to you guys. And I'm not just saying that because you're sitting on the couch. Like Lindsay and I were talking about this before, because Lindsay's been in the restaurant industry forever. And I was like, before they get here, like, do you know any shit on them? She's like, no. She's like, they do a really good job, and you guys don't seem to get in with the bullshit. Yeah, that, that,
2: that's, that's been weird. that has been a so I. That that has been a big part of my yeah, career in the in the hospitality. Like, mm-hmm. I've never got involved in the. I don't really. We don't really eat out in a lot of restaurants. I love some great places, mm-hmm. um, and and just get caught up in in the, in, the, in the in the in the world of hospitality. I mean, I we. I don't know how to describe that, but it's a it's a it's a world, and uh, and I think Lindsay's nodding and she she knows it. Um, it's very easy to like get lost in there there. and i think at the end of the day cooking great food connecting with great sources and and farmers and producers and having happy guests and then like that's an awesome job and um and then we kind of work cool hanging at home and sailing and doing all our own stuff but um
1: balance
2: yeah so that's 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 the it's a really interesting business it's a I don't think people I always say everyone always wants like they make a whole bunch of money and then they want to get into the restaurant business and I'm always like oh my god are you nuts um but that's kind of the truth. and and it's it's a really intricate business there's so many variables and um and it's it's not for the faint hearted and um you know you're catering to people when they're all off and having a great time and you know post houses is open 365 days a year so you're like thanksgiving and christmas and christmas eve and new year's eve and it never turns off yeah so like that is a thing that you know you have to like manage as well like yeah. someone's well. got to be on and monitoring it but it's always on mm-hmm. and so when you've got multiple places then now ne- you know there's something's always going to go wrong and that, that's yeah. just the nature well, of the beast and,
0: and i'm not try- no, i know yeah you guys good yeah we're good. okay cool um so another thing because I know I have to deal with this. Like, I know you guys... Are you guys on Resi or anything like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm on this thing called ClassPass, which is kind of like our Resi. It's like people... It's a way to... It's like really great marketing because they can put it out, but people can like leave reviews and like mm-hmm. I can't delete them. Um, uh-huh. And so that can be like... There was one this week and usually I'm pretty cool about it. I'm like, you know what? I'm not there. Like, I'm always like just... Like, cause I don't know who it is, but we can comment underneath. And I always yeah. tell my manager, I'm like, just put my email or, or depending on how shitty it is, I'm like, or your email and like, <laughs> we'll <laughs> offer them a free class, right. like, you know, whatever. But how, how do y'all deal with that? Cause do you get that? Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. yeah. That's, that's a great question. I feel like that's a great from, for the team to deal with. Yeah.
2: Know? So we have like, again, going to that, like systems, this kind of layers of that I think you should, you know, you can only control so many things some you're not gonna make everyone happy if, it, if it's a legitimate you know if someone says they just don't like the wall color right then i'm gonna you like, take that
0: up with kate yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's not a lot i can do there. there.
2: but you know if it's a legitimate thing and someone's gone ahead and written something then then we'll respond and depending on like what the complaint was um then then you know we'll we'll deal with it accordingly and and again just talking about leaning into stuff like you know you can we just address them and like it's part of it's part of the business and mm-hmm. so like there's stuff. It's to be hard not taking
1: personally, but you're I just, right. It's I part think of when
2: it. you've been doing it long enough, I used yeah. to take that, but like I mean, again, I've, been, I've owned a restaurant since 25 now, mm-hmm. and, and like you know we've had everyone from like customers bite people in New York to someone Bites? yeah to someone what the fuck I've had people like be stretched <laughs> out in the, with a heart attack in the middle of dinner oh we've set people I mean, yeah,
1: we, we've set fire. a cur-
2: fur coat on fire Yaga? we've actually a fur
1: coat. this has all
2: happened in restaurants I've only, yeah. we've had a We've had food thrown at the manager who <gasps> sort of caught the cheeseburger on the way into the kitchen. No! We, 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 were, we were doing. Animals. We, were, we were cooking pig heads in one restaurant, and this lady's white fur coat dropped into the pig's head <laughs> thing. And then she went to collect her coat, and you know, that's a, this conversation. You're just like, oh my How God, did that this happen? is going to be so tough. Because we didn't have enough space for coats. It was a cold winter's you're night. Like, and then, like. Hang
0: it back here, and guys. And then you're like,
2: oh my God, that's just <laughs> happened. You know, I've had it in New York. I have had to clear the whole restaurant out because there's a rat running around oh, from the, the Chinese restaurant next door. That you're just like, oh my god, I cannot believe this is happening, but it is. Um, l- honestly, we had someone say uh, the you know, gentleman on table ten has just had a heart attack and he's out. You know, oh my god. So again, all the restaurants out. This is just part of like you just Jeez. you just get a thick skin. Yeah. And, um, and and you just know that if you're, you know, if you've got two thousand people a week coming through the door. 52 weeks a year yeah Shit's gonna stuff, go down. stuff's yeah. gonna happen and like mm-hmm. it's, the question You're also is just
1: depending on so many people how do you bad, deal yeah, with it right? yeah. you
2: know, how do you deal with it so that that's the question is like maybe they're day.
1: having a bad day and that reflects totally oh my gosh yeah, oh, it's a totally. lot of people i know but also there's
2: also so that we're talking about all the bad stuff but then also there's loads of good stuff with that and like mm-hmm. there's a lot of great energy and there's a lot of people who like are having like the happiest experiences of their life in this building so they're like i got engaged here i got married yeah. here i'm having a baby show here like this tomorrow at post house what's the day today this wednesday mm-hmm. so this friday like it's the first time we, someone's bought out the whole place and they're doing the rehearsal dinner and oh, the whole family's it. staying there and like so they arrive tomorrow and like you know people are in a bad mood when they're like having that no. experience so we're like the place is filled with this like energy of a wedding and it's awesome and our job is just to like harness that and make sure everyone's got what they want. It's amazing.
0: I think I told Kate this, but I can't remember. But back in the day when it was the old post house, I've been married twice. My first, for all my listeners out there, I'm a divorcee. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But my first bridesmaid lunch I had in that room upstairs. Oh, sorry. So, yeah, I've been around the building there.
2: Which is cool. Which (sighs) is really cool. Do Do you have
0: a photo? I might. I need to see that. I'll have to like dig. (laughs) Yeah, I need to see that. A lot of shit didn't make it down here with me. So um, (laughs) it was was kind of a a fast exit. Um, Yeah, that was, John had been married almost 11 years. So that was 17 years ago, something like that. Wow. Yeah, I was a teen bride. That's weird that it didn't work out. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah, that's Cool. cool though. But that's such a great point because, and it's true, like, For the most part, like, and John always says this, for those of you guys that are maybe just listening, my husband is a builder. He does a lot of custom homes. Mm -hmm. And I say this with love, but the, you know, he's, he has worked his way up as well. And, um, John didn't graduate from college and he's always like, he built bridges. Like he did everything to get to where he is. So he's like really worked hard and he's really proud of his work. And now he's gotten to a place where he builds homes for people that we say like, have fuck you money, which is a really <laughs> nice way of saying I'm jealous. Um, but these people have demands and like I come in and I'm like, you don't even understand John. Like someone was like four years sober in my class today. And they just said that it was me. It was me, you know? And like, I'm getting like flowers and cards and everyone's happy. And he's like, yeah, someone slashed my tires today. Called the city on me, and I'm like, "Ooh, you want a drink?" Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, so very different. It's different, and we do get fed a lot of r- really beautiful feedback. But sometimes the, especially since um, the pandemic, like we are operating at 50 percent capacity, mm-hmm. but my overhead hasn't changed, um, and so that we get a lot of feedback on that, um, right? And I always try to just say, you know you don't have to be here, we'd love for you to be here, but if you don't feel comfortable, like we Zoom, we do all these different things. Um, We had someone on ClassPass this week call us liars, that we weren't at 50% capacity. They're lying, and I'm like, well, we're not lying. (sighs) but it's, yeah. hard. It's, hard. it's it's hard. It's yeah.
2: hard. You, you gotta just, that, that, that stuff.
0: Like, yeah. That's that stuff. You can't play in a crazy person's playground. I always remind myself that. Yeah. like That's not
2: my no, life. That because That, we, that we is get, a crazy we person. We get all that too. Also, they've taken they, the time say, to call like, you a liar. They say chefs won't in the kitchen and you're like, oh, what? Oh you would also say there's no salt in your food. If, what, if, if, what did if, the like, person say? If we weren't say? tasting, like you know, the chefs were not worry moss and they are, but they just they put it down to like taste something to make sure it's seasoned. Or to breathe? Breathe. It
1: gets hot in there, yeah. So. Can't please everybody. You
2: can't, you know. you got to treat yourself and then
0: you're all right. Yep, I totally agree. Um, Well, is there anything else you want to share? Like, are you guys, you know, building a castle, writing a book? (laughs)
1: Having a baby. Home birth. Are you having a home birth? (laughs) Hell no. No,
0: okay. Give me the
1: drugs. I know,
0: same. (laughs) Lindsay, of course, like, birthed her babies.
1: Oh, my gosh. She's a a renaissance
0: woman. She really is. So
1: much respect. I love her. (laughs) But I like to go to the hospital, get her done. I, I walk in, I'm like yep right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <or>, <laughs> totally right. tap it right in the back <laughs> of the that spine you know I'm like well, we'll see but um no I'm we're we're so excited
2: there's nothing worse than a husband or a partner being like, "Yeah, I think you should do a home birth." You oh my no god! Yeah. I would what literally you're have talk your about. head. <laughs> when I was, uh, have you had an opinion about that. When I was like, <laughs> yeah,
1: having I the twins,
0: and I was like walking down to have, and I've said this on here before, but I mean, I'm literally like this big. I had to have an emergency C-section. I knew I was going to have a C-section, but I didn't oh, really? know it was going to be when it was because yeah. my blood pressure was so high. They were like, "You need to go to the hospital." Um, and i I wanted to have my tubes tied, um, and I'm like literally like walking down, and they don't bring your husband until after they do your tap in there. And John's, like, standing in the door. He's like, are you sure you want to tie your tubes? I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm like, my belly is, like, dragging on the ground. <laughs> yes. She done.
1: She, yeah, she, that's she's, that's happening. Sent,
0: yeah. So well, I'm excited well, for y'all. Thanks. Lots of thanks cool stuff happening. Nice. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you guys for coming on. And as always, let us know where we, we can find you on social websites.
2: Yeah. So
1: basic projects, basic kitchen, and post house are all of our little things. With more fun stuff to come. Um, and and yeah.
2: Thanks.
1: Yeah,
0: that's it. It's a wrap.
2: Awesome. Awesome thanks guys. Sarah. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you so much.